Employee of the Month is sponsored by Audible. Audible offers more than 100,000 titles written by best-selling authors and performed by world-class audiobook narrators. And in fact, all of the authors on the Employee of the Month podcast have their work featured on Audible. So you can download their work and help support Employee of the Month if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash employee. That's audiblepodcast.com slash employee. And yes, mom, you'll probably need to type in HTTP dot backslash backslash www first. And you can thank Al Gore for bringing us the internet all in one false swoop. Thanks so much to Audible and thanks to all of you for listening. today because I've always been curious whenever I would see that guy the Verizon test guy and ads I'd be like that has got to be a dream job how hard can it be how much do you get paid how often do you really have to work and I know you'd have to deal with everyone coming up and being like I can hear you but I imagined the Verizon test guy has all this free time, financial stability to pursue whatever he wants. He can travel, pursue his art, have a masseuse on retainer, volunteer handing out umbrellas and tsunami hotspots. There's just so many things you can do. That's what I imagined it must be like to be the Verizon test guy. And I got to find out all of that and more when I interviewed the star of those ubiquitous Verizon commercials, Mr. Paul Marcarelli. Please decide after yourself. Please decide after yourself. <laughs> Please decide for yourself after listening to this episode of Employee of the Month whether starring in one of the longest, hardest, and firmest commercial campaigns in history is that dreamy. What is undeniable is how truly lovely and talented uh, Paul Marcarelli is. I just had, it was such a joy to interview him. And he also has a lot of integrity about his work and treats it very seriously. And I think that's a major part as to why um, he has been doing that campaign since 2001. Before that gig, Mark Riley did do other voiceover and on-camera commercial roles. And he did a lot of theater. He co-founded Mobius Group Productions, which put on plays by Eric Bogosian, Richard Nelson, and Warren Light, as well as themselves. They developed their own works, um, several of which were critically acclaimed and in the New York International Fringe Festival, like Adding Machine and Bridezilla Strikes Back. But I was so struck when Paul, in a previous interview, had said that the biggest audience he ever played for was 85,000 football fans during the halftime show of the Buffalo Bills 2000 season opener as the test man. So all that theater training didn't lead to those plays getting seen. What did get seen was Can You Hear Me Now? And I like that he treats both his commercial gigs and his labors of love equally with um, the same amount of respect. He does less work with Verizon now, um, which has enabled him to really pursue his own projects again. And he wrote and co-produced the pithy and absolutely beautifully shot film, The Green. It stars Jason Butler Harner and Julia Ormond and deals with homophobia. So just a light romantic comedy. He's currently in production on his second film, Clutter, and lives with his 
boyfriends. So if making your own movies, good movies at that, splitting your time between your Connecticut home and New York digs with the love of your life doesn't sound dreamy, you've got to be able to um, feel some type of envy for the fact that he has free phone service for life from Verizon. Uh, in addition to envy, you may also be inspired and uh, enjoy Paul Marcarelli. He's just fabulous. So without further ado, here's our interview from the live taping of this podcast at Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York. Please welcome Mr. Paul Marcarelli. Our next guest, you may have heard him. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. You may have heard him from... Can you hear me now? <laughs> Guys, I feel like that joke merited a little bit more. <laughs> you may have heard him from... Can you hear me now? Good. I think we've all learned why I have not made it as an actor. I couldn't even remember one line twice. You may have heard him. You may have heard him from... Can you hear me now? Good. Please welcome the wonderfully talented filmmaker and actor extraordinaire, Mr. Paul Marcarelli. Come on out. Can you hear me now? cathartic to have that? I think all of us would like to have Samuel Jackson telling people where the sun don't shine. Oh, I think that's brilliant. Say, can you hear me now one more time? I dare you. <laughs> Samuel Jackson about to knock out the guy. That's good, right? Yeah, that's fantastic. That's yeah. We were hoping. The gun at the head. <laughs> yeah. Does that ever happen for you? Do you ever feel that way? Uh, with the gun at my head? No. Do you ever feel like you wish you were Samuel Jackson and could do that to someone who comes up to you and says, hey, you know, I, I got to say, I mean, for the most part, people, I, I mean, I escape unnoticed, which is kind of great. But um, uh, for the most part, people who do come up to me, I mean, it's really well intended. And uh, uh, Speaking no, of which, I, yeah. I just wanted to ask you, I have a bill right here. Yeah. <laughs> and I noticed some unrelated charges. Okay, no, that's a little annoying. On it. Yeah. <laughs> what the unrelated charges are and where they're going. Can I see it? Uh, no, because oh. then you'll know how much okay. I've been texting. More than I should be. Let's just put it that way. Um, I can't help you with your bill. You can't help me with my no, bill. Not at all. I'm just an actor. Okay. Yeah. Who's your prescriber? Or prescriber? Who? Medicine. I just switched to medicine. This has been a whole therapy-related uh, <laughs> uh, show for me. Maybe I'm trying to subconsciously say I would like something. Um, who, who is your provider? My cell phone? Well, I mean, they are. They pay for it. So Still? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's well, amazing. I'm still very much employed by them. Oh, I, oh good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in my uh, 11th and year. 11th year, you guys. Give him a hand. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? No. Can you hear me now? But well, we're not going to do that anymore, anymore right? <laughs> that's, that's, now the Paul Jackson... I was going to do that 11 times, but that would be a no, so I, feel, you, I have my back to this whole group of. I know. Sorry. How do you do? You guys feel un un part of it? You feel part of it, right? Because you are. Okay. Should say, can you see me now? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what we should have done was provide you with a gun. That's what we've done. Yeah, that deserved it. Now your your brother's a firefighter. You're from Connecticut. Your twin brother. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was it strange to go into acting for your family, or, or were they very encouraging? Um, you know, I, 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 um, I mean, I've been sort of doing it since I was like ten. So it, um, it, I mean, not you know, not like Macaulay Culkin. I mean, it you know, was in. A, a, a I figured I had version seen. of Alice in Wonderland and Orchard Hill Junior High School. But it I was mean, you know, huge. It yeah, was, but it was it was big time. Come on, guys. It was big time in North Haven. Yeah. Um, so no, no, I guess it wasn't weird at all. You know, um, I mean, I remember uh, when I first started making a living in commercials. Yeah. Um, when when was that? Because before Verizon, you did you did a bunch of commercials. Yeah, yeah. I started making my living in commercials in like '96. So it's been a pretty good run. When you were 17. When I was 17 years old. I was, um, no, I was about 26. And um, I started making my living just doing these commercials. And I do remember that um, my grandmother, um, uh, she used to uh, ring this bell. She lived upstairs from a funeral home. And she had this little reception bell. And every time I was on, I told her, you know, I get paid every time it's on. And... Um, and she used to ring this bell on top of the TV every time she saw me. So during the funerals. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, your sorry, yeah. your grandson died. Mine's doing yeah. great. Yeah. Um, how did you know to even break into commercials that they pay well? I mean, you were an a actor. Yeah. But how did you know to even audition for these things? Well, I um I crashed my first com the first commercial I got I actually crashed the audition. So you really uh, knew about these things? Before. Well, I didn't. I sort of like happened into it. I mean, I was you know uh, I think I was in a sketch show at the time in a room that looked a lot like this, and um, with the scuffed black floor. So yes, it's exactly this room, and uh, and and I. Uh, it was hanging, you know, had nothing to do all day, and I was hanging around with a friend, and he got a call, and from his agent, and he was going to this audition at the last minute, and it was a callback, so um, I kind of went with him, and then, uh, you know, they were calling in two people at a time, and I just figured I would go in with him, and um, so I put down his agent's name on the sign-in sheet, and. Um, and we both got cast in this commercial, and it. Wow. And anyway, they split it into like these three spots. Ran for two years. I made a fucking fortune, and I didn't. I Tell didn't, us about that, because I like to live vicariously. Oh, it was so great. It was like. No, no, no exactly. How much? Yeah, no, I, I remember exactly. Yeah, I made thirty-seven thousand dollars on an accident job. It was like, it, and of course, you know, it's. I'm like getting overheated. Hold on yeah. one second. I need some water. <laughs> And when I, you say job, exactly what did you have to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by job, you mean? Um, no, yeah. seriously. What what did you do? Well, I I actually pretended I had to pretend. I was supposed to be a real hairdresser. I had managed to convince them that I was really a hairdresser, and so I um didn't have to cut anyone's hair, but I spent the whole day on this model just sort of teasing the shit out of her hair. And and I remember by the end of the last day, there was this choreography where I would sort of turn into it and tease her. And um, How long and was her hair? It was really long. It was really long. And she was very nice all day. You know, we were all getting paid. And um, I don't know what that's like, so, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> and so I remember I had to turn in on this last take. And we'd done it, like, at this point, 37 times. And I turned around, and she was facing me. And she said, if you tease my fucking hair one more time. 
<laughs> yeah. And the best part was that I remember when I really, you know, I had faked and lied my way into that job. And then I actually, you know, got an agent because of it. Like I thought you were going to say, agent. and I became a hairdresser after and that. And I became a hairdresser, <laughs> but um, I, went in, I, I went in for an audition with this casting director and I said, that had cast me in this commercial, and I said, um, and, I, and I said, hi, you don't remember me, you cast me in these uh, commercials, and, and she said, well, what are you doing here? And I said, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm auditioning. And she said, we're not seeing hairdressers today. <laughs> yeah. No, she didn't. She did, she said, she said we're not seeing hairdressers. How today. bad does she feel now that you're no longer a hairdresser? <laughs> I can buy her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can bet she's with T-Mobile. <laughs> so, in speaking of, because I do like to live vicariously, as any New Yorker does, uh, in terms of property, everyone wants to know how much someone makes or pays in rent. That's a huge one. If I just throw out some numbers, because okay. I realize that it's still growing. 4.4 million? 7 million? You're asking how many people love me? Or are you asking that too, but yeah. how much money around would someone make if they were like the main star of a long, like let's say an 11 year ad for a major one of two corporate giants in the uh, telephone industry? It's bigger than a bread box. Okay, so let's let's see how big. Like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna keep going. Yeah. Seven million number is is no, bread I, box. No, listen. A. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. <laughs> um, I I bought an apartment several years ago and sold it, and um, it was this real pain in the ass to sell it because I bought it as a sponsor unit. Otherwise, I never would have gotten. It. What's a sponsor unit? A sponsor unit is like rich people have this thing where they have these co-ops and they're extremely exclusive and really hard to get into but a bunch of people incorrect if there's any lawyers here correct me if i'm wrong but i think we have two the, okay there are a bunch of people when, when, when it first converted over from apartments to con a co-op yes um they uh I'm going to get lost in the weeds here, but I'll go quick. Um, basically, there are a few people that own that still own several apartments as part of a big portfolio of property they own. And in order to keep this sort of balance in cash flow, they'll occasionally sell off an apartment. And that's how I got mine. But you don't have to go through board approval. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. I, I mean, I just wouldn't Why? have. Why? Wouldn't you be up to muster? Well, Very because nice. I know they don't want actors, first of all, and they, you know. It's, Can you it's tell them you story. also do hairdressing on the side? Right, there was that, there's that. <laughs> um, but anyway, when I tried to sell my apartment, I realized how much fucking money people really make because yes. there were all of these people who would put in these great offers and would just get rejected <laughs> left and right and left and right. And I realized that, you know, um, you know, when you live among artists and actors and creative people we think a gig like this is like you know, the, the the holy grail and the reality is that most of new york is doing significantly better than the best of us <laughs> like it, it, you realize just how fucking rich people really are you know and they're all bankers this they, is I a mean, real upper let me tell you yeah <laughs> sorry yeah, yeah. thank you for putting my we yeah. are the 99 percent we are the 99 percent speaking of 99 percent we don't uh make any money from the show um we don't c collect any of the door but i would love to be able to play the 
pay the band, so I was going to do a sit starter campaign with a. Uh, this is I don't know if there are any uh, Jews in the audience. Uh, this is a sedaka if, if anyone wants to give. Yeah, we should pass this around, right? Yes, thank right. you. We'll do this one too. You guys all right. start here. Our first bill. care about bands or engineers, please. Checks accepted. Did he give? Did he give? Yes! Do you see that? That's generosity and Sadaka right there. It can also go to non Jewish causes. They're not Jewish. It's fine. In there. Um, in all seriousness, although you. It is a bit of a golden handcuffs, right? You have this job, you can't do anything else. You're married to Verizon. Um, I mean, yes and no, but I mean, uh, look, I, like I we'd said, we'd like to feel some empathy for you. So tell us the no part. Right? No, I, you will not find me complaining about it. I mean, I, I, it's the luckiest thing on earth. I mean, I thought I was going in for a day's work, and you know, I've been employed for eleven years. It just doesn't exist in you know this career, and I don't expect it to last forever. So now I'm really grateful for it. It seems like and, you won the lottery a bit. Yeah, I have to work. I mean, so it's it's sort of like the lottery, except for you do work for it. What is know? the work? I know it seems like you just show up <laughs> and try not to look too fat. Um, it, it's uh, it, it's um, oh, I don't know. Do you want to know about the craft of it, or do you want to know about? Is the... there a craft? I'm glad to know that there is a craft. Absolutely, there is a craft. Do you want to know like the basic golden rules of yes. commercial acting? Yes. Don't you guys want right. to know? Yeah. All right. I mean, there are there are other people who I'm sure are much better at it than I am, and um, pretty good. You know, there are some people who actually have to memorize lines and things like that, and that's you know. Um, <laughs> um, Every I, time I go to give you a compliment. <laughs> no, but the the reality is, I mean, the I mean, sort of like the underlying rule to all of it is that there is no such thing as a negative choice in a commercial. So even when it's like, you know, there's always that sort of like skinny wife and her fat husband sort of thing that happens on like commercials. Right here, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just like this. Yeah. I'm already perfect for the role. Right. Okay. But the the guy's always stupid, you know, and and um, and she's allowed to tell him, you know. But the thing is that it's never like this mean sort of henpecky kind of. It, there's always it's always sort of like oh Chuck oh you know Chuck. what I mean and so that's sort of like the underlying rule no matter even if like you're not um, sort of like digging at someone you're kind of inspiring them to make a better choice oh you okay. know you're like um, yeah so oh so Chuck yeah oh Chuck inspiring oh, Chuck. them to be just a little smarter oh Chuck maybe just a little less fat oh Chuck yeah yeah, yeah. that's good that's really good really yeah you're good at this oh Chuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Chuck! You should totally oh, be a commercial Chuck. actor. Oh yeah. Chuck! So <laughs> much. Um, and then you, you. What is great is I. I know that we have to to wrap up, so we're gonna have to have you again as well. But this money has enabled you to also work on your other passion. And you had Mobius Productions, which is this fabulous theater company. And then you, your first movie was The Green. Yeah. Um, with Julia Ormond and with, uh, tell me everyone else, Ileana yeah, Douglas. Ileana and Douglas and Cheyenne Jackson and Jason Butler-Harner. And that was a, a profoundly good film, which you guys can get on Netflix. Um, you can download yeah, it. Yeah, you can get the, the DVD the kind of anywhere. Okay. And um, yeah, or you could you know stream it on iTunes or Amazon. I went to the green the the website the the green dot com yeah the green the movie the green the movie excuse me yeah. um, but it's a phenomenal film about homophobia and about this teacher who gets wrongly accused um, yeah and sort of all the fallout that happens in their small 
Connecticut town as a result of the accusation. It's a real light comedy. Yeah, a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. And yeah. you're working on a new film now. I am. It's, Can we it's, talk about that? Yeah, it's a dark comedy called Clutter, which I also wrote and uh, I'm producing with my producing partner, Molly Pearson. And, and uh, uh, you're casting it? I heard. We're casting right now. Oh, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> Who else? Who else is in the, the film? Because you, um, Carol Kane, amazing. And, uh, who else is in the film right now? Joshua Leonard, fabulous. You know from Hump Day and Natasha Leone. Natasha Leone is in it, and uh, uh, there's a few other people. We're signing papers all this week, so yeah. Oh, shock! Exciting. Oh, shock! Yeah. Too much? No, no, no. That's Pull good. Back. That's okay. good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because there was sort of that exasperated, but I'm still happy and in love with you kind of thing. Yeah, it was still positive. You're tired, but it's still positive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what is Clutter about? Um, Clutter, it's a... It's, it's about dark, my mother's it, basement. It's, no, yeah, kind of. It's a, it's a dark comedy about a compulsive hoarder and her complicated relationships with her grown children. How do you know my mom so well? This is amazing. <laughs> I've been keeping tabs. <laughs> so you're you're able now to to be out, it seems, and uh, do your film. Did you see that was like a double entendre? Yeah, you mean like out like gay? That, yeah, that could be out there. And yeah, um, did you just out me on Sirius Satellite Radio? <laughs> yeah, that is not the audience you want to be outed on. You know? Um, but but you are able to do your films, which is fabulous. Yeah, 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 and and um, you know my employers have been really encouraging and helpful, and yeah, I mean it. it I'm not as busy with them as I used to be, so um, I there was a there was a long period of time where I was traveling like 200 days a year uh, for work. And 200 just, out of the 365. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's like a long academic calendar, and it it's spread out throughout the year. And I have know, so, so much empathy for tenured professors as well. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> Well, it's a job, damn it! It was a job, <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, so but now yeah, I have a lot more. You know, I have a lot more freedom to be able to um, do these other things and make these small films. Well, I know that for all of us, whether you use Verizon or AT and T or T Mobile or or any of them, it's good to know where our money is going, and I'm happy that it's going to you. Um, <laughs> and I am very serious that people should go see the Green the movie. It is phenomenal. So definitely check out the website. Um, and we will be having you back for the awards ceremony, but this has been such a pleasure to have you on, Paul. It's been oh, such a treat. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Employee of the Month for this episode, but you can download more of our episodes at either SoundCloud or if you go to iTunes, you can subscribe for free. Thank you to our sponsor, Audible.com. I also want to thank Jason Shabiro at Sirius, Alex Mizrahi, Nate and John at UCB, and everyone at Upright Citizens for Gay Theater, as well as the phenomenal people who work on Employee of the Month and are incredibly talented artists in their own right. Kim Uccelli, Damien Strange, Ian Mazoff, our band, The New Guys, uh, Arthur Lewis and Shockwave, as well as Rob Lathan, Farley Katz, and all of you at home. I'm so grateful um, that you guys are tuning in. Definitely check out more episodes, and you can go to the website, employeeofthemonthshow.com, to nominate someone, including yourself, donate, 
or um, if you just need another way to pass the time. It's there for you. It's a resource, as am I. I'm Katie Lazarus. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.